Adults only, explicit content, bad language, controversial topics, Ian hates music. Warning. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And I'm Dave. Happy Memorial Day, Dave. That is when we are recording today. Thank you to all the current troops, all the past troops, you know, everything, the military families for all their sacrifices and everything. Thank you very much. I figure start the show positive, right? Oh, yeah, because you never know where it's going to go. Oh, we're going to get negative like right now. (laughs) so happy memorial day to everyone i definitely needed this day off so thank you to everyone else who makes way more of a sacrifice than i ever do to help us with that so yeah (laughs) now i'm gonna talk about random things and i'm gonna start off negative right away so after saying go liverpool on the last episode liverpool unfortunately lost in the champions league final over the weekend uh, gotta tell you, Ian, I don't really follow too well. However, I did see your your Boston Celtics also took an L last night. Well, please don't insult me by calling <laughs> the Boston Celtics my my Boston <laughs> Celtics. Couldn't give a fuck about the Celtics whatsoever. But Liverpool, and I know people can laugh. It's sports, so I could never give a fuck what anyone else thinks. I've been a fan of Liverpool since I was three years old. So I did a lot of work with a coordination between like five different bars to pull off what happened on Saturday. So it was very heartbreaking. And we're not going to focus on, I'm just telling people a little bit about my life. My focus has not been on music as much as it normally would be because I had so much going on with organizing a lot of Liverpool stuff. So we're going to leave it there. But what I will say, just to end this little part, is Sergio Ramos, I know you listen to Ian Hates Music. Don't let me find you here in Boston. (laughs) I'm putting that out there. Maybe when you take your little trips or vacations from Spain, you come to the States to hang out, just skip Boston if you know what's good for you. (laughs) Oh, here comes that assault charge, Ian. See? If you had said that before, that would have helped. <laughs> but if I did get an assault charge, I would just fly to Liverpool right away, and yeah. they would give me asylum there, and I'd be a king. Yep. So, <laughs> side story. Now that we have moved on from that, I can focus more once again on music, which is really you know one of my first loves as well. And I wanted to make the announcement because I did it with a few people. You know, I talked about it on Twitter talked about it on Facebook, I believe, as well. But an amazing thing happened. I am officially covering Warp Tour 
this year. Oh man, that's awesome. How pumped were were you when you originally got the news? I honestly couldn't believe it. I thought awesome. it was a rejection email. Oh man. <laughs> that's that was a good thought. feeling. Yes. It was very awesome. So I obviously want to thank Warp Tour for giving yep. me this opportunity. And then I think people know I've been a fan of Warp Tour for forever. I have always enjoyed my time at Warp Tour. I mean, even last year, telling the story about the torrential downpour, yeah. it was still a fucking awesome time. We've also talked about on the show before, I've never been one of those people to hate on Warp Tour. So it's just very cool that on the final one that I had the ability to cover it. Yeah, so like what what do you get on this, you know? Like do you have like I have no, I'm clueless. Do you have like a booth set up now? Do you get to go behind the scenes? Do you get No, no, no. No, if you wanted a booth, I think you'd have to buy that. You know, that's okay. not covering, that's advertising. Yeah. So, and I think I don't know, I think setting up a podcast booth would be kind of weird. I don't know, maybe I maybe we can do it for some other tour that's going around i don't know but <laughs> no this is i'm official press okay so i can take pictures i can go backstage i can do interviews you know all that kind of stuff now the only thing people might not realize this and i put out a post on social media about it we need to get those followers on twitter up we need to get those likes on facebook.com slash ian hates we need to get those likes and follows up instagram all the followers there we need to get that up as well because even though I'm pressed there, that does not mean that the artists have to talk to me. True, yeah. Um, maybe think now, um, make out, you could maybe score an interview with finally. Yes, I agree. And all this morning, I've been roasting a kid on uh, Van's uh, Warp Tours uh, Instagram page because he made like some comment about um, they're promoting the band Make Out and they insult females and all this Again? stuff. Again? Dude, I I tore into this kid. He good. erased the comments. It's gone. <laughs> All right. Well, good. I think you did some good work there. Yeah, I, I would love to do that. But I guess the point really is I have to fill out another application to get bands to speak with me. Okay. And and do you like? Is that an easy process? Or is that one of those things that relies on our following? No, I think it relies on the following. Now, look. People know I have a good relationship with publicists. You know, I've had nothing but good things happen with all the interviews, the Ian Hates conversations. So that's not the issue. I'm sure my reputation is known. But if you take, like, if there's a rock sound reporter there and there's an AP reporter there, if these bands only have certain amount of times that they can go do these interviews, because remember, the show I'm going to is in July. Warp Tour will have been happening for about a little bit more than a month, probably. Yeah. So yeah. bands are going to be tired. Warp Tour is a very tiring tour. So yeah. they're going to pick their interviews very carefully. We want to make sure that we put out the best possible, like, hey, look at this show. It reaches so many people. You're going to want to not only have a great interview from me, but then also it's going to get to a lot of people. So yeah. that's why this is the call to arms. You know, this is a call to action to, you know, finally have those people that I know are listening really step up and like and follow and share and all that kind of stuff. You have no idea how much it helps. Yeah, that's going to be a game changer for sure. 
like you said, they're going to be a month in. They're going to be fed up with interviews by then. Probably after like the fifth date, they're kind of fed up with that. <laughs> I would think so. I am so excited. You know me already. I talked about on the show. I did the whole huge pre-order for Warp Tour. So I have my ticket. I get these shoes. Like I get all this really cool stuff. I've already talked about how excited I am. I hope that other people right now are also really excited for Warp Tour. It's summer. It's the last one. There are so many fucking great bands. So make sure you go get your tickets. And especially if you're going to the one in Massachusetts, then you can come say hello to me as well. My goal will be to have merch done so you'll be able to find out who I am and what yeah. I actually am doing. And what day does your fault your uh, date fall on? Is it a weekend? It's a Friday. That's pretty nice. Yeah. So everyone just take off the day from work, come party, have a great time, and go all out because you know you have the weekend to recover. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way to do it. So we'll talk probably every week about Warp Tour, and maybe we'll do like a spotlight. You know, what bands are Dave and I looking forward to seeing at our specific dates? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that'd be a lot of fun. So yeah, Warp Tour, hooray, share the shows, get this shit out there. Because we know, first of all, people are really going to enjoy the show. But then also, it looks much, much better to bands and publicists alike. Yep. Keep a good eye out. Make sure you always tell a friend. Exactly. So there's a little selling point, you know, for right now. But we do have a lot to talk about, especially in our favorite part of the show. But for right now, let's start with scene news. And we start off with the band Stolas disbanding. Yep. And I think this may have something to do with that absolutely awful album that came oh. out last year. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal. We did mention it before. Dave and I are not fans of the band. They are getting back. Well, it's not getting back together. They're getting their original lineup together to do a final run of tour dates, and then they're going to be completely done. We're telling everyone because I do feel bad for fans of the band. Yeah, I, I do. But man, like, I did call it, man. On our worst of this beginning of the year, I told you this was one of the worst albums of 2017. It was so boring. Yeah, I was very bored, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like I said, every band has fans out there, so if you didn't know, sorry to break the news to you that way, but they are disbanding. Go check out, see if they're actually coming, you know, yeah. someplace near you for a tour. Plus, if you if you like the band, you can always go like uh, Royal Coda. That's just as boring. So <laughs> Let's just list all the boring the bands. the same members. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally agree, unfortunately. Next up, we have a tour announcement. We've got Summer Slaughter. Summer Slaughter. You got to say that like cooler. Summer Slaughter. <laughs> They're having Era, The Agony Scene, Veil of Maya, Born of Osiris, and Between the Buried and Me. Oh, the Buried. <laughs> the Buried. <laughs> and I'm honestly interested in this. I, I might go to this because I think there's like three or four bands that I really, really, really want to see. And this would be the perfect time to do it. Yeah, I think so. This would be a very good tour. Now, they're going to be in Worcester for this mm -hmm. 
I might be able to make the trip down, but I have a feeling I actually have another show at the same time. Uh, so I have to work that out. Yeah. All right. In some pretty interesting news, I think, Andrew, the drummer from The Ghost Inside. Now, unfortunately, everyone knows about the terrible, horrific you know, bus crash that they were in. So during that crash, he had actually lost one of his legs. And obviously, yeah, being a drummer, that is, you know, exponentially more difficult for him. So when they got back together for practice, you know, which we had talked about, you know, a few weeks ago, it turns out that having the prosthetic leg was actually very difficult. It was making so his timing was off and he was using a lot of energy and it just wasn't working. And then his dad actually made a device that would allow the amputated limb part, it seems, to just rest there and he'd actually be able to do that with no stress. And yeah. that way, you know, there's still a lot of work that needs to be done for him so he can get the timing and everything. But it seems like that would de-stress him and allow him to really play the drums he needs to do. Yeah, that's that's really creative um, how they did that. Uh, and you know, if there's a will, there's a way. It's very cool. It's yeah. it's really it's really really innovative, and I'm really happy that he's able to do that. So the hope is that will make things better. Maybe they'll tweak things along the way, but for right now, that is good news. Yeah, I can't wait to see like those live like drum videos. You know that they always post online. Yeah, like from the drummer's point of view, this one will be way more interesting than what I'm used to. Next up, now don't tell anyone, Dave. Hush, hush. But mm-hmm. quote unquote, someone stole a bunch of Black Veil Bride's memorabilia from Andy's house. Ooh, maybe the same guy who broke into Franz's house. (laughs) It was me. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I'm sorry. I wanted all... Well, it seemed like the people or person that broke into Franz's house was not a fan. Yeah. They just broke in because they know he's rich and wanted to steal a bunch of stuff. This, it seems like, the guy knew exactly where Andy kept, like, everything important memorabilia-wise to Black Veil Brides and then only stole that stuff. (laughs) So he will be caught someday. (laughs) I would think so. I would think so. But what's weird is when you have a security system in the house, which they do because they actually caught a picture of the guy as he was leaving, you would think that an alarm would go off. Like, even if the stuff was in the garage, that your alarm would have, like, especially if you're, I mean, come on, Juliet Sims is very popular. Andy is obviously very popular. How do they not have, like, the most state-of-the-art system possible? Yeah, I don't know. That's that's an excellent question. (laughs) Unless it was an inside job. Maybe someone who works at their security company. Hey, we got some conspiracies going on here. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. (laughs) <laughs> dun 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 dun. So yeah, I I don't know, but what I always think is funny is like people who try to be super positive. So Andy's like, you know what? I don't care. Like I have no ill will to the guy. At least my family's not hurt. Blah blah. Like I understand what he's doing, but can he not just be like a little bit upset? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like just be like, fuck, man. I feel like like my privacy was invaded. I feel dirty. Like, I don't like that this person, this person needs to pay for what they did. I don't know. I mean, is that petty? I, I don't think that it is. I mean, this person stole 
important memories from you. Yeah, that, that's important. I, I'd be mad. Hell, I um just today I um was walking. I have my own like dirt bike track in my yard, and you know I can't let anyone and everyone ride on it. And I, I was walking it, and I realized some idiot's been out here on a fucking quad. Oh, really? <laughs> when I was at home. Wow, that's pretty ballsy. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I I, I don't I'm, I have video cameras. I'm about to go back and look and see who is out there because if someone gets hurt on my property, right. like on my track, that's my problem at that point. It's like when you have an underground pool, you yeah. have to, no matter what, even if it's on your property, you have to have a fence around it and signs because if someone comes into your property and drowns in that pool, you're liable for it, which is insane. Yep. It really is, man. Remember, there are a lot of dumb people out there. <laughs> many. Many, many dummies. Let's get to some good stuff. We've got friend of the show, Misfortune. They've got a brand new, I think this is number five for singles from this new album. It's called Hit the Road, this next track, and it's coming out on June 29th. The new album looks like it might be out July 27th. Very excited for that. Very excited. I mean, every single track has been like fucking great. Yeah. Um. I'd imagine we won't get another single after this one because that would probably be over 50% of the album. Right. But we'll see. I'm hoping for the best. I think this is going to be one of our top albums, if not possibly the best album of 2018. It, it will be up there. There's no doubt about that. So, yeah, for right now, I think that's the end of scene news. I don't think there's anything else we really need to go over. Nah, I'm good. So let's go on to new songs. New song time, and we begin with the fever 333 trigger. I stay on my bullshit, but I was not born to run. And did you really think that we was gonna let this shit go? Well, did you really think that we wasn't fed to explode? Pull the trigger, but get shot. Pull the trigger, but get shot. Pull the trigger, but get shot. Run, motherfucker, run, motherfucker, run. See, I'm trying to flip the script. Now we have Gatherers, Infinity and Gloom. The album We Are Alive Beyond Repair comes out June 1st on Equal Vision Records. Now we have The Devil Wears Prada, Sour Breath, a Julian Baker cover. Your breast, splinter in my arm where you rest your head. 
Now we have Vain, Demise Automation. The album Error Zone comes out June 22nd on Closed Casket Activities. Now we have Good Charlotte, Actual Pain. The album Generation RX comes out September 14th. Now we have Dance Gavin Dance, Care. The album Artificial Selection comes out June 8th on Rise Records. Now we have Self-Defense Family, The Supremacy of Pure Artistic Feeling. The album Have You Considered Punk Music comes out June 29th on Run For Cover Records. Now we have State Champs, Mine is Gold. The album Living Proof comes out June 15th on Pure Noise Records. Now we have Otep, To the Gallows. The album Colt 45 comes out July 27th on Napalm Records. So we can overthrow, and so the battle goes. And now we have friend of the show, Bill Murray, with Melancholy. The new album, Taco, is coming soon. No! 
songs what'd you think oh hit and miss city man <laughs> holy shit start us off but you know what let's start on a negative note oh you like this uh devil wears prada cover song what i will say is they definitely made it their own yeah and it sounds like it's right off of transit blues yeah i was gonna say it it they made it their own but it it's a snooze fest well so when you have one of the greatest covers of all time in Still Fly, yeah, you might as well just stop doing covers. Yeah, at that point. Just by the way, if anyone hasn't heard that cover, go listen <laughs> to Still Fly. All right, please. Yeah. Let's talk about the band Gatherers. I'm really liking where they're going in this song, Infinity and Gloom. Mm-hmm. Um, good music video, too. So I... I it's been a minute since Equal Visions put out an album I've liked. So, right. sure. No, look, I like the dynamics on this, and I am looking forward to seeing what they have next. That's for sure. Yeah, and let's have, why did the Fever three 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 came up come out with another song right after the EP? It feels pretty weird to me at this point. Well, like I said when I saw them live, remember I did say they had like a couple more songs that they played. Yeah, Just put them all on one. Well. <laughs> They're also doing like tons of festivals. They're doing, you know, regular shows. So they need more than four tracks. Yeah, they, they were actually uh, on the radio um, when I was driving the other day. Holy shit. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have expected that. But I got a question, serious question, though, for you, Dave. Yeah. Was this song pro-gun or anti-gun? I can never tell with them. I think it was very anti, but. <laughs> oh, phew. Okay. I, I just wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was uh pretty in your face <laughs> very true very true what else you got good charlotte song holy fuck man uh, i didn't think it was terrible oh it hurt I, me they have a mature sound now yeah <laughs> that's a mature sound that's what mature sounds like yeah exactly it's like perfect perfectly mature. silly me silly me for not accepting you are silly dave mature. you are silly <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let, let's cut to the chase here. Let's talk about some good things. Um, Bill Murray, Melancholy. I know maybe this one's been brewing on your system for a little longer than mine, True. but it's such a good song. Yeah, man. Look, love the opening to it. That heavy chugging, start with a scream, then go into that kind of like R&B beat thing he's got going. Really yeah. love that. This actually might be one of my all-time favorite tracks from him. Yeah, it's super, it's awesome. And let's not let's not forget. Let's put let's put the trophy on it right now. Album artwork of the year. <laughs> He's always killing it. Always <laughs> killing it. He literally made it in Microsoft Paint. Yep. I can't wait to buy a shirt with that. <laughs> I really would. I would too. No, man. He's just he's too good. He's just too fucking good. Johnny Frank just knows what he's doing. Yeah. He does, Crazy. Man. 
and dance gavin dance with another fantastic song yeah a lot of cleans in this one yeah uh quote-unquote lighter track i would say but Uh, very very good yeah they can't miss man i just they haven't missed like really missed the mark from for me i don't think they've missed it in the tillion era really for me so far so right like right now we can almost choose the top 10 albums of 2018 there's no way that this isn't going to be on it no there's there's no way it's so fucking good 14 tracks wow well that's that worries me a little bit because if they have a bunch of like you know interludes and whatnot that's gonna annoy I've me seen the times on them they they're long okay all right but, i'll give you that oh yeah look i am very much looking forward to this yeah i this is gonna be awesome i can't wait what other songs you want to hit on i think the only other thing was i enjoyed the state champs state champs is growing on me that's good man i really i'm sure you probably have but if you go back to their um their first album mm-hmm. i think it's called elevated I think, or the finer things, the finer things, such a fucking good album, man. Yeah. They're not a band that I have followed throughout their career. Yeah. Very hit and miss, but mm-hmm. I've enjoyed this pop punk that I've heard from them recently. Yeah. And maybe this topic will get brought up later in the show. Oh, no, dun, dun, dun. I don't think so. <laughs> maybe. Okay. I think that's it, though. I hated one of the tracks a lot, but I'm not even going to talk about them. Yep, me too. <laughs> yep, I think we, I think we get it. So yeah, <laughs> once again, a lot of great stuff to talk about. Consistently looking forward to new music, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that I think between the next two weeks, we're getting a bunch of new tracks from bands that are friends of the show, stuff that we've been looking forward to for a while. Everyone dies in Utah. Fit for a King, I think Famous Last Words are teasing something as well. Yep. Going to be a good summer, I can tell you that. Yeah, I definitely think so as well. So, now it's about time because we have a lot to go over. It's time for our favorite part of the show. Favorite part of the showtime, Dave. That means it is album review time. A lot to go over. So let's start right now with Lost in Society, Eager Heart. It's an EP, and they're on Wiretap Records. This is pretty straight-up punk. Yeah, it really is. It's kind of old-school punk, fast-paced. Exactly. Uh, Catchy as hell. Catchy, distorted guitars, gravelly lead singer vocals, It works very well. Look, we don't cover actual punk a whole lot on this show. Oh, yeah. The only thing I can really think of, and they're not straight punk, is like Gutter Life recently. But this is straight punk. It's five tracks, so it's relatively short. But if you like what they're doing, like if you like this style, if you like that old school punk, it's like, I don't know, it has that throwback feel to it. This is a good band to check out. Yeah, like the early 2000s even. Like it's a there's two songs I really had on repeat for a while. So I mean for, to to have even two like off an EP stick with me, that's 
pretty good for me. So I, I'm content. I'm looking forward to what's to come. Which track were you thinking? Uh, for me, it was Creature or um, Eager Heart. Let's go with Creature. So once again, that's Lost in Society, Eager Heart. It's an EP, and they're on Wiretap Records. Next up, we have Bear Dreams, Au Revoir. It's an EP, and it's an independent release. This is alternative rock from Israel. Six Ooh. tracks. And, I mean, really, this band was very hit and miss for me. Yeah, and, you know, it was for me at first, and it, it took me... Maybe a little more digging than what I expected mm-hmm. to really. I actually dove into the lyrics of this band a little bit, which I, I don't do that often. Mm-hmm. Like most of the time, especially with a pop punk band, like you can hear the all the vocals and you can really make out what it's saying. Right. But I took a moment to really read back a little bit of it. And it, it, it's a pretty dark pop punk like album. I mean, EP, like the meanings behind the songs are pretty dark about losing loved ones and, mm-hmm. so, and so forth so on and so forth um after doing that i think i grew a little more of an appreciation for the album yeah i mean i heard the you know quote-unquote darkness yeah in the lyrics but it's just for some reason i didn't connect to it as well like maybe the one track and it's the track that i wanted to play as well is why can't i and yeah, it's a good song. yeah if the ep sounded more like that i'd probably be way more on board yeah but they're very talented. I think you can tell that vocally, instrumentation-wise, very talented. It's just it didn't connect to me the way that I wanted it to. Yeah, and you know, I'm curious to know where they go next because I'm pretty sure this is the this is their debut. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and you know, I I'd be it's interesting where they're out of Israel. I didn't know that till you just said that. So, um, kind of a unique place to come out of. <laughs> yeah, for us to hear from them. Yeah, yeah. it's relatively rare. Yeah. So they're on my radar and we'll definitely check out whatever new music they have. I'm glad that you enjoyed it and I hope people take a listen to it. Why don't we take a listen to Why Can't I? And I think people will hear kind of what I was looking for. Yeah, that'd be a good time to play for them. So once again, that's Bear Dreams, Au Revoir. It's an EP, and it's an independent release. By the way, Dave, anytime I see the title of that, 
I want to <laughs> say not the way that you're supposed to say it. <laughs> our our reservoir, but it is au revoir. So there we go. Not that funny, Ian, but I had to say it. Next up, Dream On Dreamer. It comes and goes. It's an independent release. This is post-hardcore, light electronic core from Australia. This is their third full-length album. Ten tracks, no filler. And this is where Dave and I are going to differ a little bit, correct? I think I think so, Ian. So this style of post-hardcore definitely focuses more on clean vocals. There are some uncleans in there, but most of the focus is on kind of those dual clean vocals because they've got two vocalists that are doing them. Yeah. And I thought the back and forth was actually pretty damn good when they were really focusing on melody and harmonization. You know, it got catchy, you know, at certain points. I thought that really worked. My probably tougher part about this album is that the processing on the vocals was a little iffy for me. Uh... It was, I don't know. Yeah, it was maybe a little overproduced. Uh, maybe that's the word I'm looking for. Or um, I don't know. It kind of felt fake, fakey a little bit. Um, uh, boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I'm just waiting for when you say hands on houses. Oh, <laughs> oh, hands like houses. Oh, did I say hands on houses? Yeah. They should, they should have a hands on houses. But yes. Hands like houses. It really was hands like houses. See, I don't. I honestly don't hear that. I don't hear hands like houses there. I do like. Maybe I don't hear like the sound, but it gave me the same feeling of oh my god, I'm 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 bored. (laughs) Maybe it's because I love so many different styles of post hardcore. Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean. I liked a lot of this, and then also I did say light electronic core because it did seem to kind of grow into a lot more electronics as the album went on, but I still wouldn't say that they oversaturated to sound like a Bring Me the Horizon. I don't think that's no. what they were going for. No, I, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, it wasn't to that extent. I wouldn't put it in that same category. I would put it in a category where they've had a pretty long break in between albums too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's a good break. Yeah, and just I don't know if this is going to bring in more fans than what they could have lost. I mean, it's three years. Yeah. It's not the biggest. I know they've had some member changes and whatnot. But, yeah, maybe not newer people. That is a possibility. But I didn't find anything really, like, wrong. Plus, I did want to mention, there's some atmospheric elements that are built into this. And any time there are atmospheric elements, you snooze anyways. Yeah, I'm not sure there's any band that puts those in that you're not like this is boring. Yeah, so that's your own, <laughs> that's your own thing there. But I will say I did enjoy it because I like the style of post hardcore. It's not my favorite of theirs either, so that's definitely you know a thing. I think it's worth people checking out. What worries me though was that final track. Yeah, I that's the only track that stood out to me, but it was in a negative way. <laughs> yeah, I can get that a little bit. The track is called Tell Me Why. If I have it correct, all electronics. Yeah, that was that was a bit much for me. Yeah, and it sounds like a mix of like R&B and hip hop, and I was <sighs> not enjoying it whatsoever. And it's not only because of that, 
it's also because of the placement. If they had shortened it and made it an interlude somewhere in the album to kind of break things up, that would have made more sense to me. But putting it on as the final track is often a statement. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like of those to come. Tra- yeah, and those tracks need to be hard hitting. Like not as hard hitting as like wow heavy, but they need yeah. to like leave a lasting impression with you that you want more from that band. Yeah, and that 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 one made me more nervous than anything. <laughs> no, absolutely. It seems very strange to me. So I think people should definitely check it out. But I understand the criticism that will come to it. Yeah, I can see that. I I need to check back on their like social media and see like maybe how people are reacting to it. Yeah, I haven't done that. I know they're doing well on their tour, possibly. Okay. So I'm gonna play the track "Same Old War" for people, so they can kind of get a feel. Sounds good. So once again, that's Dream on Dreamer. It comes and goes, and it's an independent release. Sticking in Australia, we've got Columbus with a hot take on Heartbreak. This is on Unified Records. This is an Australian band, right? Yes, sir. Ten tracks. This is alternative punk pop rock, I guess, maybe? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, probably. Maybe not even that. Radio something? That's what I would yeah, say. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Yeah. Go ahead, Dave. Well, Ian, I I've been invested in this band for quite some time, probably from the very beginning. I'm not sure how I even found them. Um I've done some art here and there for them. Um but anyway, this this album is it's not like the previous release, I will say that. It is different in maybe like the maybe more of a pop element type of way. Um it feels like this is going to take a little bit longer to grow on me than the last album did. I'm not saying that's a bad thing or, or like a good thing right now, but um, there's a couple tracks I really love and there's a two or three that kind of make me cringe. But um, I, I've been wanting this band to come to Columbus, my Columbus for a very long time. And since they're on my band's app, they always come up saying they're going to be playing in Columbus. It, it does it twice a year for me. And I, I even go out of my way and message them like, hey, is this is this real? Like, are you guys really playing at this venue? They're like, no, I, I have no idea how they got there. So <laughs> I don't know if they'll ever be over here. I mean, there's a lot of Australian bands I've been waiting to come over here. Right. Too many, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's a couple. There's a song that really stands out that I, love, I really love. I think it's called I Give Up. That one I really want more of throughout the album. I didn't quite get that. When I first listened to this, I kind of had a feeling that this wouldn't be Ian's jam. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, this is only the second band out of Australia that I don't like. Trying to remember the first one. (laughs) (laughs) Tonight Alive. Oh, there it is. But no, this band... Look, I'm not going to go crazy. Yeah. This band sounds like Fountains of Wayne to me. Fountains of Wayne. And now... You're going to hear it, too, because the whole time I was listening to this, I go, who does this sound like? What generic radio pop band does this sound like? And I swear to you, that's what I came up with. Fountains of Wayne. Wow. You know, I'll go back and I'll give it a chance. (laughs) So, look, not telling people not to check this out. It's just not my thing. So, (laughs) Dave, do you want to try that track? That track you were mentioning is called Give Up. Give up. Yep. All that's right. be the one. Let's try it out. Like I hate my job, my headache, like a knife through my ears. In my chair, I daydream of your face, your cherry cheeks. Love you more, hate myself, why should leave? And I cut my dreams to pieces and toss them on my desk. Wow, it's just so done with love. It's Stacy's mom has got it going on. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, that's Fountains of Wayne. Stacy's <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so once again, that's Columbus, a hot take on Heartbreak on Unified Records. Now we have Baptist, Beacon of Faith, and this is on Southern Lord Records. This is hardcore metal noise rock from Canada. This is their third full-length album, 13 tracks, one outro track. And for me, this is another band that's really good at setting a mood. It could be the nicest sunniest, you know, like, wow, this is so awesome. You're listening to your headphones. You're just out strolling around. And you put on this, and it's like you're transported to the darkest possible woods, like the album artwork. It, it is spot on to the album artwork, but you're being chased by like a group of people that want to kill you. Oh, for sure. Oh, no, people definitely want to kill you throughout this yeah. whole thing. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> so, yeah, they're very good at that. They have angry fury that leads to raw, fast-paced hardcore. That's what they do. Yeah, and iTunes has it listed as punk music. What? So, yeah, man. So when I downloaded this, I'm, I always go through, like, what genres am I covering this week before I dive into them? Um, and this one's punk. I'm like, okay, there's some variety. And I click this one. I'm like, what the fuck? This isn't punk. Not at all. <laughs> no, most bands that you can definitely hear the influences of Converge, yeah. I would not say are very punk. Not at all. Nope. <laughs> Especially with the lower metal like growlish vocals that they have throughout this entire thing definitely yeah. wouldn't say punk either yeah and this kind of falls back on last week i wish the vocals would have been more up front and they weren't and you're talking about at the gates but yeah they're they're kind of on the back burner and when i'm like listening like when i'm mowing like i cannot hear this i have to be off the mower to hear the well, vocals also by the way let's confront that for a second or let's yeah. address that for a second why are you always mowing the lawn and listening to music? <laughs> Dude, it takes me like three hours to mow the lawn. I guess so. 
guess so. It, it, but it's like six acres of grass. <laughs> holy shit! No, I, I don't hear that as much with this one. I just don't. I don't know. I heard it before. You know, we did yeah. agree on at the gates for that, but for this band, I don't hear it the same way. I don't know, man. It, I mean, I, it's no surprise to you that this wasn't exactly my uh. Well, you my, don't like heavy my gold music. Star of the the week, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> Dave's on a heavy music show and doesn't like heavy music. So I know, man. that's fine. But look, I want to bring this band to people's attention because look, we all like Knock Loose. Yeah. All of us. They're like a universal hardcore band that everyone seems to like. But what we have to remember are there's lots of different variations on hardcore, and this is one of them. So yeah. I want people to know like you can listen to like a darker version of Knock Loose and hear bands like Baptist do that really, really well. Because you can tell, man, these are really talented musicians. Yeah, I mean, you have to be to play hardcore music, I think. Yeah, they're doing really cool stuff. So it's like you've got bands like Knock Loose, but then check some other bands out too because you've got great bands like this doing it as well. So that's really the whole point is like, Make sure you give this a listen and kind of expand your hardcore library because I would definitely and I would recommend, I'm sure, that they are awesome live. Yeah, I, I think, like, from my experience, like, shows like these guys are twice as amazing in person, you know, than what through your headphones. Especially the drummer. The drummer's going fucking nuts. Oh, my gosh. He's got to be so in shape. Yeah, you would imagine so. <laughs> I picture him extremely in shape and then a beard that goes all the way down to like his fucking knees or something yeah it might even be braided who knows who knows but we all wish it was <laughs> so let's go ahead and play capsule Once again, that's Baptist's Beacon of Faith, and they're on Southern Lord Records. Now we've got the self-title from Pressure Cracks. This is an EP, and it's on War Against Records. Hardcore punk here, four tracks. This is obviously another one of Jason Butler's side projects. I guess he can have an infinite amount of them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, know where he finds the time. Man. Yeah. I, where's the time coming from? He has a kid at home, too. Wow. Craziness. I mean, Dave, you've got a kid coming. How many side projects do you have? You know, I, you know, I have too many. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where that joke was going to go. You had many ways to go, and you went with none of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's too many routes to take, Ian. I take the safe road on that. So you took the one most traveled by. 
Yes. Based on the old adage. Okay. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. We're getting way too intellectual here. So I love, and I'm sure many people do, love hearing Jason Butler scream again. Yeah. This was, uh, I, I really enjoy this even more than The Fever. So, yeah. I mean, I like The Fever and still like The Fever for being rather different from what I normally listen to. Mm-hmm. But I like hearing the hardcore hardcore like without the hip-hop mixed in and everything like i like to hear the craziness in the vocals i like to hear the craziness in the hardcore music and that's what pressure cracks gives you yeah this is a definitely intense man he he loses his shit on every song so (laughs) yeah no absolutely so yeah if you like fast-paced blistering raw hardcore and you also happen to like Jason Butler and what he used to do in Let Live, then you're really going to enjoy this. Basically, Jason Butler is saying, I'm going to give you pretty much everything that you want in different side projects. Yeah, so no one can bitch. Yeah, I mean, at some point he's going to put out a pop punk album. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Next up from Jason Butler, Easy Core. Oh, yeah. Once again, this is another band of his I would love to see live because you know he's going to be maybe even crazier. Yeah, man. He, how high is his blood pressure, you think? I don't know, man. He looks in shape. He I'll does, tell you that much. Man. He's doing so many crunches off of random pipes that are like jutting out of every like little venue that he plays from. <laughs> yeah. He's doing a lot of core strength stuff. Yeah, he. I, I really want to see him live. I never have yet. So. I hope you get a chance. I hope everyone does. Yeah. Whether it's fever, whether it's pressure cracks, maybe he'll get let live back together at some point. Maybe he'll have five other ones that you can yeah, check that's out. What so what I'm thinking. I know he's doing a ton of work. They're on tour with a lot of now. I don't know if pressure cracks are going out on tour because I think the fever is out on tour. Yeah. So I don't know what the deal is with that, but I'm hoping they come back to another small venue here in Boston because I would love to see that. Yep. Small venues are the way to go. Definitely. So now, do you have a specific track you would like to hear? Uh, I think it's uh, Be a Wolf. We did that one already, didn't we? That was the original single. Then, uh, Stay Inside, Stay Alive. So once again, that's the self-titled from Pressure Cracks. It's an EP, and it's on War Against Records. Now we have Seraphim, Shades of the Future. This is also an independent release. This is Genty Progressive Metalcore, 10 tracks. It's their sophomore album. And man, I really, really like this. Yeah, this is the one I think I uh, didn't play enough. I think I need to play it even more because it's just so good. Yeah, it really was like it kind of hit me out of nowhere because I hadn't heard of this band before. Yeah, and I went back through a couple of their older stuff, you know, in the music videos. I always dive into those, mm-hmm. and they're very well done, man. I mean, they definitely take their time and uh, really 
make sure that they're perfectionists with their work. That's for sure. Yeah, they definitely put a lot into their music videos. And I went back. I haven't listened to their first album yet. But I went back and they have a really good different cover of Hallelujah. Oh, okay. And you know Hallelujah has tons of covers. You can find anything. I mean, Kimberly Freeman does one. Yeah. Kimberly Freeman does one. Jeff Buckley obviously has probably the most famous one. And then, you know, Lindsey Sterling. It's just, you know, violin and everything. Like, people love that track. And they do a very cool progressive metalcore version of it. So I would recommend people, you know, go out and take a listen to that. But that's a little bit besides the point. I thought the dual vocals here were done really well. You had the metalcore mids and lows. You know, you had some wails, not as much. And then you had the soaring, clean, you know, vocal mids. And seemed to me mostly like they weren't straining for it. It just came kind of naturally and worked very well. And that really kind of led it to be very catchy at points too. Definitely, man. It's definitely a really catchy band. I mean, like I said, I've gone, I actually had their um, previous EP um, on repeat uh, like two years ago and it didn't click with me at first when I saw the, the album line up until I, I downloaded this and I clicked their EP and I, I even had it <laughs> such a, such a good uh, album, man. Like start to finish down to the art, album artwork, even just sure. all around. Nice. Yeah, man. Technical guitar work, tappings. And then of course, you know, the deal, you know, the chugging comes along with that. And then also, a really great addition of keys and kind of epic tones that went around with it. And to really bring that all full circle, the production of this, I thought was top notch. Oh yeah, man. They, they didn't uh, leave anything on the table. That's for sure. You could hear everything. Everything was mixed so well that everything stood out the way that it was supposed to. Yep. It did its job. Yeah. Then add in some fun breakdowns. I think there might have been some blachs in there as well, if I'm not mistaken. So just enjoyed the hell out of this. Really a shining point in this week. Throughout a lot of really, really good bands, Seraphim is definitely on my map. Yeah, they're there to stay. No, for sure. So let's go ahead and take a listen to Graveseekers. So once again, that Seraphim, Shades of the Future, and it's an independent release. Now we've got Bleeding Through, Love Will Kill All on Sharp Tone Records. By the way, I keep on wanting to say Love Will Kill Us All, (laughs) but it's Love Will Kill All. So anyways, Metalcore and Symphonic Death Metal 
This is number eight for full-length albums. This is their first album in six years since they broke up. They obviously have reunited for this album. Twelve tracks. One is a intro track that sounds like a church choir song. Yeah, there's some like cathedral elements in this band. Yeah. Look, you can't say that isn't unique for this genre. Yeah, it is, it is very different in that. I picked up on that very quick, even with the first single. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. So yeah, this is, you know, hard-hitting and aggressive music. You also have hard-hitting and aggressive unclean vocals by their lead vocalist Brendan. You also have clean vocals in there as well, but they're not like soaring clean vocals. It's that more like metalcore mid kind of clean vocals. Yeah. Yep. And I think he does a really great job really putting that anger out there. I mean, he knows what he's doing with his voice and it really shows. And then you've got these really cool symphonic moments that are placed in throughout this album as well. It's kind of what you had mentioned there. It's a great use of their keys. Yeah, they, they definitely played that card pretty well. I mean, they you could fuck up a song in the album really bad with mm-hmm. <laughs> going out on a limb like this, but I think they did it very well. And this isn't even a genre I'm like really interested in generally. Like, yeah, you're not a huge fan. No. No. Yeah, you probably knew that already. That's but. true. That's true. But it is weird that you're a fan of metalcore, but when you add in the symphonic metal like parts to it, that's when it leaves you. Like you're not a big fan of Swedish metal. No, not at all. Yeah, that's that's it. And I, I this gonna sound so fucked up. Um, <laughs> I don't like old bands. <laughs> that is so fucked up. And I can tell, like. I swear I can tell every time. But you have to remember that without older bands, you wouldn't have the newer bands that we have. No, but this is that little—it's that little hook they do at the end of their voice at the end of sentences. It drives me fucking nuts, man. They all do it, and it just—it's so old school, and I just don't like it. <laughs> you're gonna have to point that out to me because I don't know what you're talking about. All right, I'll—I'll I'll, I'll I'll point it out because this doesn't sound old to me at all. I can hear it still, man. There's this little little ring he does at the end of like a sentence, like how he like ends a word. It goes a different way than what it should. It's like reminds me of not good things. Let's put it like that. I think you're drunk. I don't know what drunk. you're talking about. <laughs> I think for someone who doesn't drink alcohol, you're drunk. You know, I'll say they do the creed voice. No. Yeah. That man. is ridiculous. I hope, by the way. Brendan is jacked and he's one of those like major into fitness people and he has his own gym. You know how I, I don't mind saying that I'd beat up whoever talks shit, like whatever (laughs) this guy would give me a run for my money. So I'm not even saying, cause I like him anyways, but he would beat the shit out of you for what you just said. Uh, You know, it's a risk I'm willing to take Ian. Well, yeah, I don't think he's going to do it, but it'd be very funny if he did. I'd set that up just for the story. My co-host called you. Creed. <laughs> no, no. Here's his address. Didn't even didn't even call him Creed. Said he sounded like Creed, which is even worse in a way. I know it is, but I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna point this out to you. I'll have to find one. I don't think it's possible, but you can try. 
I, I, I can do it. I can do it. I know sweetest metal. I know symphonic metal. I know all that stuff. I like a lot of bands that do it. I've been a fan of Bleeding Through. I've been a fan of Bleeding Through for a long time. So, I mean, maybe it's because I'm more familiar with their music than you are. I mean, I guess that's a possibility. But I like this. I don't see anything wrong with this album whatsoever. I think adding in, especially nowadays, having the symphonic part with the key player and doing all that kind of stuff works really well for them because it actually makes them stand out in this very tired metalcore scene. I will say, that, like like I said, the cathedral elements, I liked vocals, not so much. Artwork's fucking cool. I mean, look, this is another band that's very good at setting the mood. I mean, this is dark and creepy, you know, sometimes a haunting feel to it. Like, you know, they take a little influence from Swedish death metal and all that kind of stuff. So it makes sense that that would be part of it. But holy shit, blistering drumming, really great guitar work. Like, I don't know. For me, there is nothing wrong with this. And I think people that only listen to new school metalcore and everything need to go back and listen to the bands that made it what it was supposed to be today. I've tried. Some some are more successful than others. I will say that. Um like I, you told me to dive back into Norma Jean. I really enjoyed that one. Right. So, you know, not every band is for everyone, but also you're pissing off Ty right now, too. <laughs> All right, Dave, we're going to give people a little taste of this with the track No Friends. So once again, that's Bleeding Through, Love Will Kill All on Sharp Tone Records. And ending it out tonight is Light This City, Terminal Bloom on Creator Destructor Records. This is Melodic Death Metal, Thrash Metal. I believe this is number five for full-length albums from them. They actually broke up over 10 years ago. So this is their first album in 10 years. Wow. 10 tracks, one interlude. This is a female-fronted band. Her name's Laura. And right off the bat, the first thing I noticed on this album. Now, we've been playing the singles for a while as well, and I've enjoyed every one of them. But right off the bat, the amazing guitar work in this album is just right there in front of your face. I mean, sometimes they even start off certain tracks with like a minute or two with just guitar work before the song actually kicks in. And for me, it really works. Yeah, man, I was actually had this wrote down right here. The like the clarity of this album. Like I can point out the guitar work, the drum work, 
everything stands out. Like right. the production's so good. Production is very good. And on top of that, the production for her vocals for Laura. Yeah. Those screamed vocals. I haven't heard any that clear in a really long time. And it makes her sound so fucking good. Yeah, man. It's it's definitely they have it down. Like they have it mastered. Yeah. To a point where they, they they're gonna stand out from this, I I'd imagine. I've heard some talk of it. Mm-hmm. Not so much i mean i think bands like these are a little harder to find on social media like all the hype around them because people generally don't go for this music um well you have to dig a little deeper in the forums sure but it's there and they've been gone i mean they've done their own you know side projects and everything while the band wasn't together so to come back though after 10 years and not missing a step yeah it's pretty fucking crazy i mean Every single thing here is on point. I couldn't believe how much I enjoyed. Like I did like the singles, but I was like, ah, this is gonna sound the same throughout and blah blah. But man, they started out with an acoustic part that I wasn't expecting that went right into the heavy, and then yeah. they don't let up like the whole time. Even the interlude is some really great guitar work. Yeah, I mean it. It all stands out, and you know, for us to rant and rave about like guitar work and drum work mm-hmm. we're not really instrumental guys but we'll speak for yourself. so good on this album <laughs> <laughs> no i mean it is true a lot of times we focus on melody and we focus on vocals and everything yeah but a lot of these bands that we've been talking about tonight are just extremely talented with their instruments and this band might be one of the best if not the best this week possibly and it just shows Throughout this entire, I mean, once again, talking about drumming, holy shit drumming here. It's crazy. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> so fucking good. If Light This City comes anywhere close to me, I am definitely going to see them live. Yeah, um, those guys that play, you know, in half the bands we've talked about tonight, like touring in a, like touring like an album, could you imagine like how just taxing that would be on your body, man? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Holy it's like shit. They wouldn't be able to exercise during the day because they'd have no energy at night. No, like yeah, like they physically can't do I I feel like they physically can't do that many tours without being in excellent shape and like paying attention to what they consume with their bodies, you know, like you've got to have like sleep, you have to have like it's an actual pro like workout program almost rather than, you know, Fallout Boy can tour, tour all fucking year. Well, yeah, they don't even have to carry around instruments. It's crazy. No, do they have to even... Well, they don't sing. Do they have to do vocals at this point? Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Patrick needs to pick out his hats for each all, time. You know, All about the hats. All about the hats, baby. But anyways, we're taken away from Light the City. Holy fucking shit, man. Now, this is another band that has a little influence from the sweetest death metal. You can definitely a hear little. it there. So, they, you know, it's a little similar to Bleeding Through in that way but i didn't get like a dark and sinister vibe from this this actually sounded sort of uplifting at points Mm -hmm. and i think they did a great job with that yeah i will say i i did enjoy this one way more than the previous and it does it does have some of the same elements and like you probably didn't expect me to even somewhat like this either (laughs) but (laughs) i did not mind this one i did enjoy it i played it through a couple times and i appreciated it for what it was Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I I wasn't real familiar with the band either. So this is all fresh. Well, look, 
I think this is a very underrated band. I think that people need to go listen to this right now. I was blown away by how fucking good. And to be away for 10 years and put out such a quality album is insane. I can't say enough good things about this album. Vocal-wise, guitar, drums, everything, everything in this just works really, really well. So let's give you a taste. And I'm going to play The Wake of My Will. Once again, that's Light This City, Terminal Bloom, and it's on Creator Destructor Records. Tons of albums there. So many. Cut out a few. Yeah, we did cut out a few. That is true. So let's go on. I believe, what is it, June 1st or June 2nd? Um, That would be June 1st. You are correct. Let's talk about the albums. We've got Gatherers, Slapshot, World Demise, Hostile Array, Modern Maps, The Zealots, and Tony Stills, as well as Friend of the Show, Convictions, with Hope for the Broken on In Vogue Records. So, I will tell you right off the bat, I have heard all of Hostile Array. I very much enjoyed that, so I think you will too. Okay. And then, I have also heard the new Convictions. Ooh. And I think this new album blows away I Will Become. And I was a big fan of I Will Become. So I think we're going to have a really positive review session for that. Good. I think there's a Gatherers. That's next week, too. So and I I ranted about that a little bit in the new song. True. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that for sure. With all that talking, with everything we've been through, I think it's time to end the show. Dave, 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 end of the show time. Do that thing you do. Oh no. During the end segment? <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. Do you hear that? This is crazy. This is absolutely nuts. Oh. It's time for Dave's segment. I dropping always forget the, the name. Damn ball. Say it one more time because I talked over you. Uh, dropping the damn ball with Dave. Damn. All right, what do you got for me? Oh, okay, and you know the rules by now. Here we go. What was your most hated nickname growing up? E Dog. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> is brand new officially off the map now? Yes. What is the best concept album? Alisana, The Emptiness. Ah, 
another good pick. So these bands are doing like 10 to 12 different vinyl pressings right now. How do you feel about that? Well, after I think almost a year, I just got my Greeley Estates one. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do I get to answer longer than 10 seconds? Yeah, I'll let you go. I'll let All you right. go. So I have a vinyl player that I've never, ever used. Wow. Yeah, I just have it. My whole thing was the reason why I like vinyls are because maybe they won't be worth any money, but they're bigger art forms than if you got an album itself. So now they're doing yeah. like the different splatters and the different like colors of the vinyl itself. Plus yeah. you get the covers. So for me, what I was kind of trying to do is kind of a unique thing for every artist that I've had on Ian Hates Conversations. Yeah. I would like to be able to buy a vinyl of theirs. And I think that's kind of a cool, unique thing to do because I'm a fan of what they do. I love their music. Yeah. So why not collect their music that way? Yeah, that's, that's a good way to do it. All right. So anyways, all right, back to the game. So and we mentioned this a little bit earlier in the show. Being from Boston, Ian. I'm not from Boston. Um, not from. Being in Boston. Yeah, there you go. Which one of the sports has the most annoying fans? Would it be the Patriots, the Red Sox, Celtics, the Bruins? What is it? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Patriots. Okay. Because yeah. they are okay. insufferable. <laughs> In fucking sufferable. Yeah. So what movie really didn't fucking deserve a sequel but got one? Holy shit, so many. How much time do I get on this thing? What's the worst one? All the Star Wars? <laughs> Going for the throat. Yep. <laughs> so who is leading? The pop punk movement right now. Who's carrying the torch? Wouldn't it be funny if I say movements? I'm not going to. <laughs> Ugh. Dude, it's the band that I, I'm not going to name. Mm. Oh, you think so? I mean, I block everyone who talks about them, but I know they're still being talked about. Okay. All That's right. the unfortunate part. Yeah. So question, next question is, so wait, do you think... Dance Gavin Dance is the top band for Rise Records right now. Maybe Silverstein. Like who 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 is leading that campaign? Dance Gavin Dance for sure. Because they're about to put out probably one of their best albums. And yeah. And for a band to consistently get better, like Silverstein, I think, stays at the same place all the time. Yeah. Which is great because we all love Silverstein. But Dance Gavin Dance is taking things like to another level. Yeah. So what superhero or villain would you get a tattoo of? Maybe a Venom one, but not based on the movie. Okay. The movie looks stupid. So (laughs) (laughs) you had to throw that in. (laughs) It does. It looks fucking dumb. Like you can't pull off that whole. Okay. So when the voice is just Venom, it's I am Venom. And then when the voice is Eddie Brock, it's like, hey, man, I'm Eddie Brock. And then when you combine the two together, it's, oh, my God, why are we doing this? What the (laughs) fuck? How does any of that make any sense? Oh, final question. (laughs) Oh, we're still on the game? Yeah, last one. As a child, who was your first celebrity or any type of crush? Someone I could find on TV or a movie. Nev Campbell. I don't know who that is. What? No. The Scream Queen herself. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Come on. Now. Okay. Come on. Party of five. Ever heard yep. of it? <laughs> <laughs> now, wait. Was that the last question? That's it. All right. Now, I was going back and forth of what I wanted to ask you as well. Yeah. But I like that last question. So I want to hear what your first celebrity crush was. That's what I want to know. Dude. Oh, God. This is the one I didn't want you to ask. Okay. Yeah. Brandon Yuri. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Uh, it, you know, <laughs> it was. Uh, I'm bad with actresses' names, too. So sure. Well, hold on. Hold on a little bit. It was the, it was the blonde witch in Hocus Pocus. <laughs> what? I've What's never seen name? that movie. Yo, okay, on. Yes, you have. No, I absolutely haven't. I refuse to. I hate everyone that says that that's a good movie. <laughs> if you're going to watch um, something at Halloween, there yeah. are tons and tons of horror movies to watch. But then on top of that, watch fucking Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah. Dude, it's Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, dude, that's yeah, bestiality. Yeah, dude, I was five. <laughs> that or the Pink Ranger. All right, that's better. <laughs> so Patrick Stump. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so many Fallout Boy punch- punches going in here. Well, I went for the Panic of the Disco one first, and then I went to that. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Kellen Quinn. Because you <laughs> thought he was a girl. When you heard Kellen Quinn sing for the first time, you were like, I'm in love. Oh, I guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That was a good one. I think I had... You know, some regular straight-ahead answers for that, but in general, that was a good one. Your hated nickname. That, that's that's awesome. <laughs> well, I almost said cunt, but I love that. I love that fucking name, so I can't say that. No, it was really weird because my name does not – I still remember that. That was basketball. People were yeah. like, do you mind if we call you E-Dog? And I was like, that's fine, but you know Ian – doesn't actually start with an e right and they were like yeah but iDog doesn't work and that was before ipods and stuff like that so yeah trendsetter you know obviously iDog <laughs> what was yours dipshit no dude davy crockett every time oh not davy muse nope sorry just davy crockett all right well that was an interesting placement of dave's segment so yeah. dave let's continue on to end the show since that yes, was sir. that's what we were supposed to do. So what do you got? Supposed to then someone broke in. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I think we mentioned it really drove home there at the beginning of the show. But you guys gotta step up your game. Show me, show show us what you got with the shares and the likes. Show Tell us friends. what you got. Sorry, do you watch <laughs> right. Rick and Morty at all? <laughs> I do sometimes. I'm starting to. Oh, so. Okay, you'll see it once you get to the Get Swifty episode. You'll know what I'm talking about. Okay, all right. Tell a friend, rate and review. That's huge right now too. So, mm-hmm. yep. Um, all all the uh, iTunes came around. All my episodes work all of a sudden, so they fixed that bug. So no excuses there. I worked um, on that a lot, by the way. That was actually a Squarespace issue. Ooh. Ugh. Yeah. So I was working on it a lot, but everything should be fine. Sounds good. So you heard it from me, and right there, tell a friend. Like I said, man. Like I can't say that enough because I, I i tell someone new about the show i think once once a week like personally reach out to them and tell them like hey you like sleep on it i did this past week you know and i'm like hey listen to this conversation because there's i don't think there's really any good interviews with him so 
that's one of the best things you can do. I, I'm sure Ian would be down to hear your guys' suggestions too. He said he has a kind of an empty schedule, so fill it up. <laughs> <laughs> Never. But let me also mention, because we didn't talk about it on the show really, to get in touch with us, to be able to follow, to do all that kind of stuff, you've got Dave on Instagram, at Dave of Doom. And then on Instagram and Twitter for Ian Hates, it's at Ian Hates Podcast. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Ian Hates. And then you can also email me, ianhates at gmail.com. So also, I mean, I haven't really been doing much with it, but myspace.com slash Ian hates as well, but you know, whatever, (laughs) but it really is extremely important. So by the time this episode comes out, my conversation with Cole Rowland should also be out as well. So you should have that to take a listen to. That's a really, really fun one. Cole and I have very good chemistry going back and forth. The only thing I'm going to mention is he was wearing a headphone mic. And that's always kind of an issue because it rubs up against the person when they speak sometimes. And there's only so much I can do with that. So just letting you know, but you're still going to really like it because you're going to love hearing about, you know, how he does now EDM covers and how he does his metal covers as well. His, you know, his Breaking Benjamin covers, all that kind of stuff. It's very cool to hear him talk about everything that he does. He's also a fellow chemical engineer. Ooh. So on top of everything he does, he's still got a real job like me. You guys talk chemicals, do you? Not in this episode. <laughs> At some point we will. We try not to take, you know, we try not to take our work home with us. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I hope everyone has had a chance to listen to it or will listen to it by the time this episode comes out. And then I'll make the announcement now for this one. I'm not sure when it will come out yet, but I do have Mike the lead vocalist of Convictions as my next Ian Hates Conversations after Cole Rowland. Once again, Hope for the Broken is a really, really good album. You know, even if you're not a religious person, yeah, you're still going to really enjoy the album. We get into that as well because they already know I'm not a religious person. But I had a great conversation with Josh from Convictions when he was on the show before. So Josh is their guitarist. He's also one of the primary songwriters. So go pre-order Hope for the Broken. Stream it a bunch of times. Pick it up in stores. Whatever you got to do, it is worth your time. And that conversation will be out very soon. So I think that's good. I think I'm done talking for now. So Dave, do you have any final words for everyone? Don't be a dick, guys. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to you. So I'll